You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Hi, I'm Holly Randall, and welcome to my podcast, Holly Randall Unfiltered. This is a show about sex, the adult industry, and the people in it. I'm a 21-year veteran of this fascinating little industry, and as the eldest child of the trailblazing erotic photographer Suze Randall, you could say I grew up in it. So forget everything you think you know about porn, because this show is going to change your mind. My guests are some of the biggest names in the industry, and we unabashedly reveal the real behind-the-scenes stories. The funny, the inspiring, the tragic, and the bizarre. Everyone has an opinion about sex work, but few people actually listen to the sex workers. So sit back and prepare yourself for a podcast, which is honest, raw, and unfiltered. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holly Randall Unfiltered. Before I introduce my guest today, I just want to give a quick shout out to my sponsors at Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers chewable tablets with the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. And if you are not entirely convinced, you can try it for free. Go to bluechew.com and use code Holly. Pay only $5 in shipping. Okay, so my guest today, I am thrilled to have on because she is not only a very interesting and dynamic woman with a super fascinating story, she is also the new winner of Brazzers House. Welcome, Lily Lou. Thank you. You are welcome. Glad to be here and very excited. About the the whole Brazzers House thing. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. You know, I've produced um, some stuff for like the umbrella company Mind mm-hmm. Geek, which is actually now Alo. Oh, I um, didn't know that. Yeah, they changed their name. Okay. <laughs> I think they're going to come out with like a really strong um, push about Branding. that in the early uh, next year. Okay. But yes, they're Alo now. Okay. So uh, Digital Playground mm-hmm. had a show called DP Star, yeah. um, which is kind of sort of similar to Browser's House, a bunch of People compete for like a special contract and I was a judge one year and produced it one year. And let me tell you something, producing a show like that is a fucking nightmare. So the only thing that I can think of when I see Brazzers House is thank God I'm not producing that. Yes. But I know that in the end it's a lot of fun and obviously very engaging for everybody because this is like what their fourth year? I think so. Yeah. I think it's their fourth iteration of it. Yeah. Yeah. They've been doing it for a while. So Mm – Tell me a little bit about Browser's House. Okay. Tell me about the show. Yeah. Tell me about winning, all that. So going into it, it's like it kind of did what I hoped, which was, okay, it's like I know I'm a good performer, but it's like let's see how I compare to everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so going into it, I'm like, okay, I'm good. And then after experiencing everything, I'm like, I'm really fucking good. And like all of these girls are like coming up to me just like for like, oh, like, you know, I want to do this. Like I want to be like you. And it's like, you know, advice on certain things. And it's like, oh, my God. It's like I'm I'm that bitch, I guess. It's like (laughs) and so it was lovely. It's like I was just kind of like friends with everybody, like no bad vibes. It was like, oh, like, you know, 
I'll help you be the best performer you can be too. Like we'll just be horse together, like whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it was great. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm so over the moon with just how much like the fans like actually recognized that it's like I would like my performance and everything because it's like it's it's a little disheartening when it's you know people have their favorites and it's like it doesn't really matter like how they perform or anything it's like oh well I like that girl because she's pretty and so it's like but I try really hard Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I go at it Mm -hmm. and it's like I don't necessarily have to do that and it is hard on your body and everything so to actually have that recognized is so nice that it's like it's not all for nothing like I love what I do like don't get me wrong but it is it is a lot like it's very physically intensive and I make it that way it's like don't have to but at the same time like people love it I love it yeah and um I'm I'm just happy people realize and I'm not just like recognize the efforts that you exactly Yeah. yeah no you know, I mean, people – I say this all the time and sometimes I get, you know, people rolling their eyes um, in the comments, which is to be expected. But, I mean, truly, like, porn performers and those who work really hard, which sounds like what yeah. you do, they're, like, they're sexual athletes. Yeah. No, for you sure. You know, like, it is it is a lot of work. When you see yeah. some of these fucking positions that people do. Oh, yeah. Fucks and up your back, your neck, and everything. they do yeah. it. Like, yes. I don't even want to do regular cowgirl for more than, like, a couple minutes. Because it's, like, a reverse cowgirl? Oh, yeah. It's just straight-up squats on a dick. Like, oh, yeah. That's a lot. And mm-hmm. then all the other insane things that you guys put your bodies through. So tell me a little bit about the actual show. Like, maybe about okay. some of the challenges. Yes. Yeah, what so, you think you did that put you on top. Well, with the challenges themselves, I think they were just kind of, like, little fun, silly challenges. Um and I don't know if I specifically really stood out with any of the challenges because it was like – so there was one that was like a poker face kind of thing. We were mm-hmm. all kind of just sitting around and I don't even know if we were playing poker. I think we were – I don't know what we were doing with the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically it was like one group of girls were like sitting down and you're not – you're trying not to like have your face – change yeah exactly right yeah and then the other group of girls are like okay well like you know make their face you know break their poker face Mm -hmm. and so like they have toys and everything like or they're just like ooh, like i'll touch your boobies like grab you and like kiss you and whatever and um so with that i mean i think i was like maybe the third or fourth person left or something but it's like also it was very difficult. And yeah. um yeah, it's like one girl had like Hitachi on my clit and I was just like Oh, and you can't like Yeah, I'm like twitching, like So you had to keep like a completely straight face through all of that. Oh yeah. And that was like very difficult. Like Phoenix Marie was like the judge of it and she was mm-hmm. like, I see your eye twitching. It's yeah. like you're She's you're just stopped. flipping out and I'm just like, Yes. <laughs> so what were um I mean what were some of like so did they have sex challenges too? So not really so much. It was okay. kind of like there was the wall of dicks challenge. And it was like. <laughs> oh, my favorite. So, yeah, the wall so the, of dicks challenge. Who yeah. doesn't love that? And so there was like, you know, dildos like all along this like wall. And um, then it's like, I guess just go wild on it. And okay. like, so, I mean, you could have your own imp- interpretation of like what they wanted. Um, some girls did a cool little like backwards like bridge and then like 
back themselves up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I grabbed the silicone lube. I lubed up like every like fold in my skin. And uh, then I just like, okay, I'm going to jerk off this with my armpit. And then it's like, do this. And, like I put like one in my neck and I was just like going wild. Like, <laughs> oh I'm God. sure it didn't look very attractive, but I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously it, it, it I mean, gained you points there. That's true. You yeah. can see my enthusiasm. Even who, if it, who were know? the judges? Um, well, the judges are kind of the fans. Okay. So, I mean, there wasn't really like any particular judging, like from, you know, the people on staff and director oh, and right, everything. Right. Um, but at the same time, everyone was like, oh my God, Lily, like you did fantastic. So, mm-hmm. but. Maybe they're saying that to everybody. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So when you were talking about Phoenix, like, was she kind of hosting that segment? So with the poker face thing, it was like, yes, because it did have to have somebody be like, okay, you're out. And so you go to like the couch area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's like elimination round. Yeah. Yeah. Understood. Understood. So let's talk about the beginning Mm -hmm. um, of all of this. So you wasted no time getting into the industry. Yes. So tell us about what you did the day you turned 18. I made my Reddit account and uh, all my, like, I was, like, looking on there. Like, okay, I have to make, like, a Giphy Cat account. So I saw an article that was, like, oh, like, girl sells her panties, like, on Reddit. And, like, okay, like, it's very, like, customer service. Like, I could just be, like, hello, sir, would you like one panty? How Mm -hmm. long would you like it to be worn for? Yeah. I was, like, what's your address? These are my payment methods. Mm -hmm. And kind of just go into that, like, robot, like, thing of yeah like, it kind of it takes the, like that that it's a step away from having to interact directly with your, yeah and it's like you. it takes away like the unknown like factor of like how are they gonna react of yeah. like am yeah. i fucking something up and um and it's like with that it's like to um it's like people don't really like just buy a fuck ton of panties from some unknown girl. Mm. So then I'm getting messages like, oh, would you do a photo set? It's mm-hmm. like, okay, um, I think I could do that. It's like, tell me like what kind of photos you want. Like maybe like show me examples or just explain it well. And um, so then I was doing that. And then it's like somebody would DM me and be like, oh, like, could you do this video? I'm like, maybe just tell me exactly what you want me to say. Like what, like write it all down like mm-hmm. so like i know i'm not m- gonna mess it up or like make it weird or awkward mm-hmm. um i mean those first few years few years were weird and awkward anyway yeah but it i don't know it's like getting used to that kind of just laid the framework down for me to be in the industry today yeah and do well so. yeah that sounds smart i mean you know i always encourage people to start out kind of slow yeah if, especially if they're a little bit unsure yeah and it sounds like a Good. I've actually, yeah. I don't know if I've ever talked to anybody who said like, oh yeah, I started selling my panties and it went from there. I mean, I probably have, yeah. but you know, most people start with camming. So it's interesting that like you weren't even ready to go there yet. Yeah. I was just a little weenie. Yeah. I was like, ah, that yeah. sounds scary. Well, 18 is young, you know, and <laughs> there's true. a lot of people who get into the industry at 18 and jump right into like pro yeah. porn and then, you know, wish they had waited. So. I, I'm very glad I waited because I was also very much a people pleaser at that point. And yeah. it's like, you know, it's like, I'm very unsure of my myself I'm like I don't want people to hate me like I'm just gonna do whatever somebody wants me to do and it's like I'm sure like being in the industry and like come across like directors that are 
assholes or like try to get me to do stuff not on the call sheet and I'll just be like okay yeah like I guess it's my fault for saying yes and then just like not tell anybody or just feel like shit about it yeah. and yeah yeah unfortunately we hear those stories a lot yeah so um can you describe your raise your raise my raise <laughs> <laughs> can you describe your rise to fame on reddit from that very first day um to when you like kind of realized that this could be a career so um I would say it kind of once I reached that point, it was about like a year and a half in and I did my first collab with a girl um, that kind of ended up being a nightmare. Um, The content itself, fantastic. Mm. Like we got a bunch of custom orders and everything, but she was a little crazy Mm. and like she was breaking up with her boyfriend. I'm like, oh, I'll help you move your stuff like and into this new place and it was you got too involved i got way too involved yeah. and with that it was like okay um you know people are like starting to like recognize me like my my things are getting like upvotes all over the place and with that too i was like okay it's like i i should start a many vids account mm-hmm. and so started that like started like a clip for sale account and um I just like started getting more into it and it's like the whole just like video aspect of it. It's like a the first thing that I bought like with the Amazon gift cards that like people would pay me for like little picture photo sets, panties, little videos and stuff. I bought a GH4 and like a Rode mic and I bought like nice like professional lighting mm-hmm. and um, figured out how to use Premiere and Audition and everything. I just like I wanted to make it good. Mm. And so with that, it's like, I just got very involved with making these people's custom videos like the best it could be. Like, oh, I'll do this backdrop. I'll put a fake plant here. It's going to look like an office. And like, and really wow. it's just like my bedroom, like my spare bedroom in my house. I bet people um, appreciated that because I know a lot of girls yes. who don't put a lot much effort into their customs. It's like what's kind of disappointing is like now in the era of OnlyFans, it's like you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And it's like it doesn't get the money that it used to because yeah. it's – now you can make that equivalent amount of money or more just doing like cell phone stuff. Yeah. So like in a way it's like, oh, but the art, the effort. And then another is like, well, I don't have to try as hard. So that's kind of yeah. nice. So I, it- I mean, <laughs> overall you're right, but there are those, there are those who appreciate the extra effort that you put in and, that's true. and actually complain that OnlyFans results in generally like yeah. low quality cell phone content, not yeah. high quality. However, Unfortunately, and I've learned this like from my own experience on the platform, is that I've even run polls, and I'm sure you've experienced the same thing. Mm-hmm. The amateur content mm-hmm. performs far better than the professional content. So, oh, like, yeah. I can put all this money oh, yes. into pro content, yes. pro makeup, pro lighting, looks fucking mm-hmm. fabulous, and like some stupid cell phone, shitty looking amateur yeah. video in my bedroom will outperform that. Yeah. Thing that I put all my money into and it's just like I would say putting the money into it though is good for marketing because I then agree. people on social media are like ooh that looks cool I'm gonna sign up but then right. the people already on the platform like already subscribed they're like eh, it's fine like yeah yeah I think it feels so, more real to have that amateur cell phone content yeah. but also too like I me for me personally I just like to have nice content sometimes you Same. know just like, yeah that's why I like I went why all we're in here like, like we want to look pretty yeah no, and like and make pretty things. It's yeah. like I would just agonize over like the coloring and everything. It's yeah. like this looks amazing. It's like I should move the light over here next time. Like yeah. I should do my makeup a little different because it's not quite right. Like, yeah, yeah. So tell me about your kind of more recent entrance into professional porn. All right. So 
with that first collab, like, I waited a while for my next one because I'm like, oh, this bitch is crazy. Um, I don't know. And, Are they all going to be like that? Yeah, exactly. It yeah. was very much like just, oh, God, I don't know. Um, but luckily, like, there was this, like um, – I think it's kind of still around, but, like, just a big group chat of all the girls, like, on Reddit that are very serious about, like, selling their content. Mm -hmm. And great group of girls. It's, like, anybody that's, like, weird or competitive, they're, like, you're not in the thing anymore. Like, please don't do that. And um, it's, like, all just filled with people that are, like, just spreadsheets, like, trying to just maximize everything that they're doing, which is amazing to be around, to be in that, like, that whole circle. And I love that stuff because it so goes against the whole, um, you know, idea that porn stars are stupid, that they're disorganized, that, like, they're not, you know, they – like don't know what they're doing they're just like lowest yeah. common denominator and then you see like and there's so many girls who are like so focused yeah on who are so organized and have that real yeah you know like marketing like are, are truly yeah. like self-taught marketers yeah and just like true like entrepreneurs yeah, yeah. and I would say, unfortunately, since being in mainstream, it's like there hasn't been as many people as like being like surrounded by that group of like, okay, we're doing everything ourselves. Like we're on it. Yeah. And so that was like a little bit like, oh, that's like, but it's like, I'm glad I had that experience, but back on topic of how I got in. So I went to AVN 2020. And there was about, like, six other girls there. We did content. I got this, like, nice hotel room, very bright. Like, there was at the Aria and, like, windows on, like, a corner. Right. And that all was, that. For those who are confused because um, 2020 was obviously the year that the world shut down, um, this was in January 2020. Yes. So it was right before everything shut down. Yeah, I went to that. Yeah. I went to that show. Yeah, and um, I was like the many vids booth. Like you know, if you're there for four hours, they give you like a like a free like oh you can go to the expo, you can go to the award show, and mm-hmm. all of that. Um, so with that, uh, the girls like invited me to this other even bigger meetup because they were like, oh, obviously you're the sane one, and that other bitch is crazy. And yeah. it's like we've all kind of experienced her being a little crazy, like on Reddit, like very uh-huh. negative. And it's like obviously like you're very sweet and very nice, and so they're like you're invited Mm -hmm. and so with that it's like showed up it was uh in tulum mexico like we all had these like giant airbnbs and it was the first time in my life like with such a big group of people it was like 16 girls that i felt comfortable like just being in group conversations with everybody Mm -hmm. and it's like you weren't being judged no and it's like oh my god this is like what having like like a friend group is like yeah Mm -hmm. so all of these people are like, oh, my God, like, we love your content. Like, you actually inspired me to, like, up my quality of my videos and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, like, you, you like my stuff? Like, you think I'm cool? Whoa. <laughs> and with that, I'm like, I I could do mainstream porn. Like, holy shit. It's like I, I interact with people. People like me. And it's like I have enough confidence at that point to be like, Okay, I can fucking do this. Was that and, what was holding you back? It was like yes, a lack of confidence? Absolutely. It's like since growing up, like I was very isolated. It's like people skills were not my thing, mm. like at all. It took a long time to build that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like doing the custom videos and like training the camera as a person really helped me out doing that for years. And like overall, though, it's like great experience. And then like, me and Kay like really got to know each other and the AC like stopped working at in their guest house. And so we were like, oh, like what if we just like stay in the same room? And then we just like talked like 
I wouldn't say all night, but like we stayed up and we're, she just had a bunch of like vapes on the bed and we were just like trying each flavor, just talking about our life. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, we're besties now. Oh, yeah. Nice. There's a real camaraderie in the adult industry, which, you know, you have alluded to a couple yeah. of times now. Yeah. Which I think surprises people sometimes. Yeah, that it's not just like jealous people. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think there's something about being kind of the black sheep of the entertainment industry that bonds people in a way yeah. that it doesn't necessarily do in other industries. Mm-hmm. And it's always like really heartwarming to see that. Yeah. We all know Adam and Eve is the one-stop shop for everything sexy. And now, with my code HOLLY, you can get any one item for 50% off, plus 10 free gifts. And you'll even get free shipping. So spice up your sex life at adamandeve.com, but only if you use code HOLLY. So, Lily, I want to talk about your upbringing. Um, You didn't go to high school. I did not, no. So tell us about... Tell us about why, okay. like what kind of yes. family life you had and yes. how that, that shaped of, the person I am today. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. So with that, it was like it kind of started around puberty and it was like my parents just like started being like really like invasive with my privacy and also like oddly like. So my mom's like, here, like, have my old laptop. Like, I know you love learning, honey. And um, which is great. Fantastic. I, I was like, oh, I'm going to play a Neopets or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like Club Penguin. Um, but also it's like, you know, going through puberty and it's like six boobies yeah. and then fighting porn. And from there, like. I mean, first time seeing it, I'm like, ew, this is weird. There's like naked people. Like, what are they doing? And um. But then it's like after it's like, oh, I'm going to keep watching this. This is this is interesting. Mm-hmm. And going from that and then it's like learning to masturbate and everything and just being like, I want to do this when I'm older. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Um, so can that I, was a big fascination. But yes. Can I venture to guess that you didn't have like any exposure to sex education at all when you were younger? No. I would say Animal Planet. But at the same time, I thought the animals were just pooping out babies. <laughs> like. Like, I, I thought they were just like, oh, yeah, vaginas for peeing. Like. Yeah. Just wanted to, just wanted to <laughs> check on that, but I yeah. kind of figured. Okay, yeah. go on. Yeah, so with that, and it's like, you know, I was about like, I was like 10 years old when like puberty was in like full swing. I got my period at like 11. Mm-hmm. And so I was obsessed. I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to go home and masturbate. Holy shit. Um, and let's say, hmm, I think I was – 11 and so I got my first boyfriend in middle school and I was on one hand like very like shy and nervous but mostly the people aspect of it like how do you get from like talking to a person to sex Mm -hmm. like like how how do I make that happen um and with that he was a good Christian boy and he was like no we shouldn't do that and it's like why let me touch your wiener Please. And I did during art class one time. It was fantastic. Um, (laughs) I just like kind of felt it above his pants. Um, And so with that, we were also like on like Google chat and like, ooh, like maybe after school, like, you know, you could finger me. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah, we we could do that. And uh, yeah, we'll like, you know, put a sweatshirt like over us. And it's like, we'll just we'll do it. 
And um, it's like the middle school I went to was kind of like a like a boarding middle school. So there was like day students and boarding students. Mm-hmm. We were both day students, but like you could just go to the dorms after school to like hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're over there, and then my mom rushes in. She's like, "What the fuck are you guys doing? Oh my god!" So it turns out she's just like looking at my chats and everything like on the computer um which is like okay fair like doing your your parenting Mm -hmm. like making sure i'm not doing anything bad but at the same time the kind of just shutting down anything sexual Mm -hmm. made it so like okay at this point like i can't have like age-appropriate sexual experiences like Mm -hmm. i can't like make those little baby steps Mm -hmm. and so with that because um, they're like, there's no one like guiding you through like yeah. what those age appropriate things are. You had had no sexual education, yeah. yeah. And it sounds like your parents. I mean, I learned from like, porn, so right, which is not sex education. Yeah. yeah. Repeat after me, people. <laughs> porn is not sex education. No. No. <laughs> so, but unfortunately, you know, in situations like yours, when the parents aren't willing to give their children age appropriate, you know talks about sex because this is going to come up like everybody goes through puberty like we're you know human beings are programmed to Mm -hmm. have sexual desires and if you don't you know kind of educate your kids in the right way about like how to navigate that it can be very confusing and it sounds like it went probably the opposite way of what your parents wanted with you oh absolutely and it's like I was just like always like very sexual like I think maybe because like growing up it's like I was kind of like I'm the youngest and I was kind of a surprise. It's mm-hmm. like my mom had like endometriosis. Like she has her uterus removed and all of that now, but she thought she couldn't get pregnant. So like she's just having unprotected sex with my dad for like a few years and then randomly, oh, another baby. Mm-hmm. And so I remember my very like early childhood, like always like yelling, like, oh, we can't afford another kid. And like my dad being like annoyed with me and all of that. Um, so with in, that in so that. So in, in front of you. In yeah. In front of you? Oh, oh yes. So. Were they referring to having another child? So after me, you? no. They were referring to you yes. directly. So yes. they were talking about how they couldn't afford you yeah. in front of you. Yeah, it was like mostly like my dad because like he wouldn't care and like and I remember being like five years old, and my dad being like, "You're trying to split us up. You're trying to get us a divorce." And I'm like, oh yes, I'm just a mastermind, a five year old child that's smarter than you. <laughs> that's like an insane amount of emotional guilt to put on a child that's yes. really unfair I'm sorry yes. so going through puberty and all of that and having my parents be like so they never took like the laptop away from me that like I was watching porn on mm-hmm. it would just be like my mom would just confront me about it and be like oh you're watching lesbian porn what is that that's disgusting you know I used to think I was a lesbian and it's like but then I uh, I met your sister's father and then like you know your father of course um and you know I'm straight I'm like I was like 12 at the time and I'm like mom isn't that bisexual bisexual doesn't exist that's for greedy people greedy people <laughs> yeah, I was like okay mom um <laughs> I mean fair enough I guess that's but I've never is, heard that before. That's kind of funny. funny. <laughs> so it's like you can't have all the genders. What about yeah. people who are pansexual? Who was like, oh, like anybody who yeah. identifies with any gender or no gender? Yeah, no. I mean, I was that's like, gluttony for sure. I'm a glutton. <laughs> <laughs> but so with that, it was like it was kind of a mix of like her odd, outdated things, but also like just straight like oh, like, you whore, like, you're trying to do things with this boy. And it's, like, I remember her, like, so 
I would take nudes on my little shitty cell phone mm-hmm. at like like 12 or so and um not great like no don't recommend doing that mm-hmm. but it's like I did do that and um I remember this kid he was like oh like you know your vagina's like hairy that's disgusting and it's like okay I'll shave it and so my mom discovered that I'm shaving my pubes and she was like what the fuck is that it's like you get fucked you get fucked in your pussy that's like all this shit and I'm like <laughs> so that was a little little traumatizing of just like oh god can you just like leave me alone um but with all of that it's like all of that stress and everything it's like so how it all turned out where I did not go back to school was so I brought vodka to school in a water bottle and would have been all fine and good but my best friend, like, she was very good girl. And she's like, I'm going to tell the principal. And so she tells on me. She tells on this other kid and all of this stuff. And so basically all kind of just came together of, like, my parents, like, okay, we're going to put her in, like, a little bad kids program and see what happens. Um, and then I kind of just never went back. It's like they put me in uh, – it's like Turnabout Ranch. It's like what Dr. Phil like sends like little bad kids to. Mm-hmm. It's basically just this like wilderness campy thing in okay. like the middle of Utah where it's like, oh, like, you know, we don't make kids behave. Like we break their will and then okay. they behave. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was like first couple of days, like you sleep on plywood and it's like you have to stay in this like little teepee. You sleep on plywood? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, just plywood. Yeah, just plywood. You're not allowed to have a pillow. And it's like, you can have, like, your sleeping bag. But, like, it's like, it was just, like, a regular-ass sleeping bag. It wasn't, like, a like a comfort plush sleeping bag or anything. It was just kind of a blanket. That's how they're going to, that's how they're going to, like, break yes. bad habits. They're going to have you yes. sleep on plywood? Yeah. And then yeah. also, it's like, it was during the winter. So it's like, once you're done with your three days of, like, just sitting in this, like, little circle of rocks and, like, you get in trouble if your fire goes out and it's, like, and they make you, like, cook little ramen noodles, like, on your fire and all of that shit. Um, but then once you're done with that, uh, then you start doing chores, like, shaving logs, like, milking cows, like, getting, uh, like, water out of, the, like, the frozen creek and, like, bringing it up to all the animals and all that stuff. And it's, mm-hmm. like... On one hand, the experience was nice, like, getting to do all of the physical things. It's like, oh, like, I know how to start a fire now with, like, the rock and the stick and the bow thing and all of that. Um, But also it was, like, I would have, like, nightmares for years of, like, I'm stuck there and there's nothing I can do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, after that was all done with, um, so I was a bad child. And I went online and I was like, how do I have sex? Okay, well, if I'm not in school and if I'm not around kids my age, well, I have a computer. Uh, I can make like a dating profile and just like find some dude to have sex with me. And um, so the first one, uh, I was 12. And so I told the dude that I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm 14 because that sounded mature. And uh, (laughs) I remember being 12 thinking 14 was mature. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, okay, that's possible. Like, I had, like, boobs and everything. And so with that, it was like this, like, 19-year-old kid. It's, like, not as not as creepy as it could have been. But at the same time, he was, like, 19. And he was, like, 14. Oh, yeah. Like, you look so mature. And all that. It was a good experience. It, it wasn't, like, I mean, it was 
technically not consensual, but you know, I, you I was weren't, loving you it. weren't, yeah, you weren't <laughs> at the age of consent. I mean, even at 14, you're not at the age of consent. Yeah, yeah. So that's a little bit, that's a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. like on my <laughs> side of things, it was like, okay, like fair, dumbass, horny, like, you know, yeah. teenager. But then on the other side of it, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, it's, you're 19, and this even this girl's lying and saying she's 14. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. illegal yes. and wrong on a lot of levels. Yeah, and then another time happened, and that's where I got caught. And then that was, like, especially, like, yeah, no, you're, you're not going to be around any dudes anything. And, like, this dude was when I was at thir- – when I was 13, and uh, he was, like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, 22. And I was, like, okay, like, I'm just 22. Like, this, this is fair. I can do that. And um, with that, it's, like, I go to his house. Like, he, he, like, picks me up. Like, I snuck out. Like, went down or, like, half a mile long driveway mm-hmm. and um took me there i'm like there's just like baby stuff everywhere like like he's got a family and so with my parents finding out it's like i think that dude's in jail now because my mom was like oh like you know if you she she found out like by like going on my phone and i was not great at hiding things because mm-hmm. <laughs> also as a dumbass child um but with that, it, she was like, oh, like, you know, we have to go to the police. We have to do this. I was like, I don't want to. And she was like, well, go to Joanne Fabrics and get, like, cool craft stuff. I'm like, okay. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, hold on. So you didn't want her to charge this guy with statutory rape. But then – I mostly just didn't want to have o- to talk to people. Right. Like, you know, but then it was okay if she took you to go get arts and crafts. Yes, I was very into. Yeah, like, I mean, craft yeah. things and sewing and all of that. You were all. I mean, to be fair, also you were very young. <laughs> yes. So you know, like it's like toys, wow, that's things, cool. sweet. That's cool. <laughs> I, I'm just. I'm honestly. I'm less surprised at your reaction, and I'm more surprised at like your mom's. You know the way that she was trying to like entice you to basically send this guy. Yeah, to like jail. not that it was like oh like well. To be fair, too, like, I didn't really care. It was just, like, I don't give a shit about if it's wrong or whatever. I'm just, like, just living my life. Yeah. And just, like, yeah. I didn't really have the that developed empathy of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay, like, that is really fucked up. Yeah. Like, and Your I should do something. prefrontal cortex has not, like, developed yet. Yeah. I think it's not even fully developed until you're, like, 25 or something like that. Yeah. 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 So, okay, so this is before you went to wilderness camp or this is after? So... This, it was kind of before and after, but then after that too, they like randomly sent me to this like mental hospital and it's like, but like not saying like why. And like the staff would ask me like, oh, why are you here? I'm like, I don't know. And like my parents just sent me here and like, that's not good enough. And then it's like, you'd hear like kids like screaming out in the hallways at like midnight and then it's just silent because they, they get like the sedation shot and all of that. So I'm like, that was lovely. Um, it was like, my parents kind of just like sent me to like little things that it's like, we can't deal with you. You're yeah, too much. Like they didn't want to like take responsibility for. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was the problem. It was like always. So it's like, you know, sending me off to therapy and being like, what do we do with this demon child? That's just yeah. obsessed with sex. And it's like, Hmm, I wonder why. Like, yeah, I don't know. Kids just aren't just magically like a thing. Yeah. You know, usually it's like they develop because their parents. Um. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> so um, now 
You actually found out that your parents had been spying on you for years, right? Yes. When did you discover that? Like they installed so, like spyware into your computer, is that right? So yes, it was a keylogger. And so they didn't do that single-handedly themselves. It was more of my brother. Okay. And so my brother's four years older than me and it's like always throughout childhood it would be like, oh, I'm telling you – telling on you for this or that and it's like and then I'm gonna be in favor with the parents yes mommy and daddy shall love me and so continued all the way until fucking we were adults and everything and I like cut contact with everybody um but when I was 16 uh Christmas of being 15 I you know built a computer and I was like mom please like I I would like all these computer parts and um also, like, I was on, like, 4chan and Reddit a lot. With that, my parents were like, huh, like, I wonder how, like, we can keep an eye on her and all that. And my brother, um, you know, he was going to college again and um, started taking, like, cybersecurity, like, classes. And um, so installed a keylogger on my computer and they had access to that computer until, like, 18 and, like, three months or so is, like, when I moved out. Um, so basically they had my logins, everything that I made when I was 18. So they had my Reddit logins, they had my email logins, Google drive, everything. And so with that, it's like, I didn't know, but it's like throughout the years of like, say like 18, 19, it's like, I didn't really talk to them too much. Um, it's like part of the reason was I'm just trying to process my childhood and it's like, I need time away from, like, the stresses of you guys. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, and then you, like, treating me like I'm just this bad child. And, like, I need to I need focus on myself and, like, what the fuck am I even doing in life, like, or whatever. Um, and so let's say, like, 19 and a half or so or maybe 20, um, I started, it's, like, you know, like, experimenting with, like, uh, psychedelics. And I'm, like... Maybe I should have empathy for my parents. Maybe I was just a difficult child. And it's like, yeah, I should try again. Like, you know, my parents could be my friends. And that ended up being a horrible mistake. But um, with that, I'm like, oh, like, mom, like, I live in, like, a more um, kind of just, like, developed area now because I was going to college. And it's like she lived, like, more of, like, out in the middle of nowhere and I'm like, oh, like, you know, come to my place and then I'll drive us to lunches or like get a massage or like do some kind of painting thing, all that fun stuff. And with that, it's like, so I would catch her in like random areas of my house. It was a townhouse. It's like around that same time period. It's like the boyfriend that I had. Um, it's like he was very into like electrical engineering and like computer science and all of that. And he would always have like little gadgets everywhere like he would just like oh here's like a raspberry pi thing like here's like a like a webcam thing like here's another thing another thing and so like i would see this like random just like kind of just a camera like in my house it's like i first remember seeing it in uh it was like in the living room like kind of just on the bookshelf and it's like oh like it's my boyfriend's like why would i think it's like someone spying on me or anything like that because like who who just randomly thinks that and so she kind of like confronts me like in the car the first time she's ever driving us someplace because it was always me okay. like she would come to my place and then I would drive us to whatever little activity we're going to and so she waits until it's her turn and I'm alone in the car with her and she she waits till like we're on the highway she's like you know she she starts with 
I can't remember what she brought up first. Um, I think she just kind of started talking about like random things in my life that was I never told her about that. It's like, oh, yeah. And like you had this like argument with your boyfriend or whatever. And it's like, how do you know that? Mm-hmm. It's like, what what the fuck are you talking about? And so it turns out like that last Thanksgiving, um, I remember getting my purse like from my mom because I was like, oh, like where'd my purse go? Like, oh, I moved it. Um, Yeah, it's like here. And so what happened, I had an Android phone at the time. And so there's a thing you can do called like you, you can root the phone and then like install software on it that wouldn't normally be like able to Mm-hmm. be on the phone and so with that it's like the program's called Cerberus and what it does is gives you front and back access to like the cameras it gives you microphone access whatever's on the screen at the time and if you have location access turned on it's like also shows that and as long as the phone is connected to data or wi-fi like it's always doing that mm-hmm. and so like my mom tells me this and I'm like the, so what, she installed spyware. On so my your brother Android. did. Your it's brother like did. to to earn good good boy points. Like and with how my old parents. Are you at this point? Um, I was like nineteen. Okay, so you're of age. Yes, you're over the age of eighteen. Yes. So in this car ride, is this when she tells you that? Yes, that she just she feels that. so bad that she's like, you know, honey, like you know you were just trying like so hard and like doing all this stuff and like we just wanted to keep an eye on you and like I brought it up and I was like. Um, mom, you can't do that. That's illegal. And it's like, well, you know, you, know, you smoke weed, and that's a that's illegal. And like, we don't tell it. I'm like, mom, you also smoke weed. What? <laughs> right. It's like you wouldn't snitch on your family, would you? I'm like, telling all this to my mom, and then she starts bringing up like all of the random shit. It's like, oh, like you know, we we see you like when you're masturbating, and like you know, you're whispering shit to yourself, and like all of this weirdly just very specific things that like, how would you ever know that? It like, because originally I'm going to think you're bullshitting. Like, you're doing some weird, like, mind game thing here. And, but then she just goes on and on. And it's like, oh, yeah. And then it's like, you, you and your boyfriend, like, had a threesome in the living room. Like, you know, you. So she got all of this from your Android phone? Yes. That. And so the living room thing was also, like, from the, the camera. So that was her camera? So, yes. So. With my boyfriend doing, like, the electrical engineering things, um, so he kind of, like, made his own security system in our last place. My parents were like, oh, that's so cool. Like, what if, like, you know, he helps us with that, with our own thing? And so he never got around to it. But at the same time, my parents were doing research and, like, asking my brother for things and, and like, figuring out. It's like, oh, you can just, like, have a camera with, like, an SD card and just plug it in. And it can just be recording. And then you take the SD card out and you see what the hell's going on. (laughs) So your mom brought a webcam into your house? Yes. And? Not connected to the internet. Right, but but had a SD card in it, yes. and she would leave it in random places. Yes, and it would record what was going on. Yes, yeah. And then when she came over the next time, she would take out the SD card, swap it out, I guess, or something. Yeah, yeah. and download it and watch it. Yeah, that's no. fucking weird. Yep. No, both that's her, like really both her and my weird. dad, and it's like so. I became kind of their entertainment. It's like she was telling me that it's like. Oh, like, you know, we would just be like, you know, on the couch, like drinking our coffee. And it's like, oh, I wonder what Lily's up to. And then just going through my Reddit account, all my messages, like, oh, I wonder if she's like uploaded a new video. And 
one, I'm like, okay, maybe you're just looking at the previews or something. But no, my mother goes into it in detail. I'm like, bitch, you watch this from front, like from the beginning to the end. That's fucking weird. Wow. Okay, so... (laughs) So you discover all of this in the car ride. Yes. So how did that feel for you? Did that so is that just what ended your relationship with your parents? So actually, it's like I it's like yes and no. So a little bit after that, but still still in the car ride. So with that, she's kind of just starts like love bombing me. And it's like, honey, we're so proud of you. Like, you know, you're not on drugs or anything. You're doing really well. You know, I really support sex work. And like, you know, you're just doing great. We love you. And then she's like alluding to something else that is just like also like going into like, oh, like, you know, your dad really likes your Giphy Cat account. All the like the little gifts you made. Like he really like likes watching it in his alone time in the garage. I'm like, whoo, thanks, mom. Um, so what's your relationship like with them now? So with all of that happening, um, I remember going home that day and just being like, I don't even know how to even begin with this, like telling somebody about this. And it's like, you know, it's a lot. Yeah. So I end up telling my boyfriend and it's like, you know, at first he's a little like, oh, like what the, what the fuck? Like, are you sure? Like, and then explaining it all to him. It's like, okay, wow. Like we need to move. Like we need to you know yeah. being a place where your parents don't know where you are like that's really fucked up and um it's like with that it's like you know what like i should contact them like i should you know text my mom or something just be like hey like i just wanted to let you know like what happened in that car like it was really uncomfortable like i just don't know how to process this like do you have anything to say about it like and she was like what are you talking about all i remember is us going to the like this massage so and she denied ever having that conversation Yes, with you? and then, like, I started bringing up details, and it's like, oh, but what about this? How you said this about my aunt? And, like, what about this? How, like, you're watching all my shit? And she was like, honey, have you been sleeping? Like, are you on drugs? Like, are you okay? And, like, she just denied everything and was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And at that point, it's like I kind of just resigned to, like, okay, my parents are dead to me. Yeah. It's like I, I don't have anything to do to make that situation any more comfortable for myself or any way to remedy this. It's like, if you're just going to deny anything ever happened, it's like, I can't live with having a relationship with you ever again. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was like a little, little sad part of just like, I don't have mom and dad anymore, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, I don't have to deal with stressful family gatherings. Like, there's, there's some perks. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, they say as you get older, you can, choose your family yeah you know, and your family just yeah. because they're blood relatives doesn't necessarily mean that no. they have to be that the family absolutely that you, that you keep close to you and I've had a lot of people on that have had to unfortunately go through like similar experiences and yeah. who knows like maybe at some you're still young at some point you guys will yeah. reconcile and you'll be able to she still calls me like every she tries to like every birthday or so and yeah. it just like tries to get through me through my sister and my sister had a very different childhood and like yeah. my sister calls my mom every day on her home from on her way home from work and all that and it's just like it's a difficult situation yeah it's, sorry that's rough thanks 
All right, Lily. Well, we do have to wrap this up because okay. I do have questions for you from my Patreon members. Absolutely, I yes. want to make sure that we get to that. Yes. So thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. And can you tell everybody where they can find you online? That Which is camera do I look at? Right there. So you can find me at uh, Lily Lou Official on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I also made a YouTube. I haven't really done with it, anything with it yet. Also a Twitch under the same name. I haven't done anything with it yet, but it's there. Um, and then uh, you can also just kind of Google Lily Lou, L-I-L-Y space L-O-U. And then it's all my stuff, which I'm pretty proud about. I'm like, ooh, I'm somebody now. Um, but yeah, Lily Lou, Lily Lou official. Look me up on all the things. Awesome. And you guys can find me at always on uh, Instagram at Holly Randall on Twitter or X at Holly Randall. And of course, go to hollylinks.com for links to all of my social media profiles. Thank you guys so much for joining us and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Your support means the world to me. A great way to show your love is to rate and review my show. And an easy way to do that is to go to ratethispodcast.com slash HRU and you'll be directed to the various podcast apps your device supports and then led to where you can leave your review. And if you could afford to financially support this podcast, you can do so for as little as $5 a month at patreon.com Holly Randall Unfiltered. This is where you'll get access to the live streams of my interviews, bonus Q&As with my guests, access to my fine art photography and behind the scenes of my shoots, free memberships to my not safe for work website, hollyrandall.com, merchandise such as stickers, mugs, and hoodies, and so much more. You can watch the video versions of these podcasts at my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered. Join us every Sunday evening for episode premieres where you can chat live with myself and other HRU fans as we watch the newest release together. You can also follow the show on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. All of my social media links are at hollylinks.com. 